Welcome everybody, this is the third episode of our podcast. Here is Veronica, right? Also known as Electrified Veronica, and in front of me again, my husband. This is Don, or Helper Donnie. Yep. Yeah, and so we're excited to be here today again. Oh, and Billy's in the background, maybe you heard him meowing. He just said meow. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're excited to be here again. Um, this week, I think we're going to have a fun topic. Uh, so as many of you know, um, my beautiful wife decided to start her own company. Uh, she wanted to do her own thing and, and focus on areas that, that she really believes in and is, and is really driven to succeed in. And so she wanted to share a little bit about, you know, why she did it. You know, what was her driving factors? Was it hard? You know, all the basic questions that she gets, you know, quite often from everybody. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're excited to hear that. Yes, because I had several conversations with some of you on uh, the last weeks and many people are kind of interested how to start that. And then I also realized that there are many, many people that kind of have similar ideas. And I want to encourage that by sharing how, how I did that, how we did that and how it can work. Yeah. And a lot of people complain that I was talking too much in the last one. So this will give Veronica an opportunity to do most of the talking <laughs> this week. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I guess, why did you start your own company? Well, I try to remember because it feels like this is a long, long time ago, but it was only a year ago. But so I always kind of thought I want to do something on my own. I think always, even when I worked for AVL and then the corporate world, which was a lot of fun, but I always thought, hmm, there's something in me where I want to try something on my own and i think what i didn't realize back then is that you don't need to have this super amazing great idea and scalable product and a startup and funding to get you going you can also try something else and i realized that when i read a book the hundred dollar startup oh interesting did you read that uh no i did not read that one Oh, so, I think I read parts of it. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting book um, where where the author, Chris, he shares several stories of people who started their own business, but in a completely different way and based on the thought of, you, you know, you just need passion and $100 and you can start a side hu hustle. Side hustle, yeah. A side hustle or even your own business. So what it is about is you kind of find something that you are very, very passionate about and that you have a lot of fun doing it. And then at the same time, this should be, this should be overlapping with something that other people need. And if you find something like that for yourself, then you have a business model. Oh. Very sounds easy. <laughs> and that was eye-opening to me. You don't have to find this product where you can sell a thousand things every month and you know Yeah, I think like this I mean, people get so fixated on this instant one hit wonder, blockbuster, I have to reinvent the pet rock or the post it note. You you people get so caught up in it has to be a worldwide success that they're afraid to make that first small step. Yes. Or you think you have to have this very, very smart idea to start something like this, but okay. this is not true. So I, I tried it different and also kind of following the approach from this book, try to think about what you're really good at. Yeah. 
what you like doing because that's very important <laughs> and what other people would need. And for me, this was my expertise in the area of batteries and electrification. So this was kind of the start. I thought, hey, I really know a lot uh, about this topic and there are lots of companies and people that need this knowledge and want to learn about it. So there must be a way uh, to work on that and work by myself on that. And it turned out really good. Oh, great. <laughs> great. And was it was it hard to set up your own company? You're, you're an LLC right now, which is a limited liability corporation. Yeah. So, you know, in the beginning, we had thoughts to do it in Austria, maybe. Or, or yeah mainly in Austria, and it's a little bit harder to set up your own company there. You have to do much more than as compared to here in the US, where it's actually super, super simple. Um, so this depends a little bit um, from state to state. It's different. But here in Wisconsin, this was kind of uh, one hour research on the internet, and then you can basically do that online. You pay $130 and actually an hour later you have your company started. <laughs> awesome. So that's very, very easy. Yeah. And, uh, and what exactly is your company doing? So I took the last year to figure out what my company wants, what I want to do and what Electrified Veronica wants to do. And it's very interesting to go through that process and I really it was it is so much fun and you learn so much about yourself if you start doing that. Remember in the beginning where I had like 5000 ideas every day and I thought oh this would be promising. You still yeah, have let's five, try this. You still have 5000 ideas every Okay, day. I still I still have them, but I'm a little more settled now. Okay. But I can remember that especially in the beginning you don't really know what works and what not. So the only thing to figure out is trying things. So I just I just tried to tried some of these ideas, started to talk to people about ideas. I think this is also very important. You can't keep it to yourself because you think, oh, this idea is so great. I should keep it to myself. It's a secret. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's completely the other way around. You should actually start talking to people because, and then you will see, hey, is there interest for that or not? And I think the first months I did that and I could more and more understand what works and what not. And there was an, another book that you read that was talking a little bit about this that, that was very inspiring to you, I think. Yes, and I think a lot of and people I also read this are book. reading yeah. this book. It's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Basically talks about a guy that grew up with his real father and also was very inspired by a friend's father. And let's say the friend's father would be the rich dad and his father would be the poor dad and he kind of explains the thoughts and concepts and kind of business models and strategy of the rich dad so even though the poor dad you know had the edge higher level higher level education had the uh, you know by title um a higher role in a company um you know it was the the mindset of acquiring assets versus uh um liabilities liabilities yeah that's it um you know and so it was really a it was really an eye-opening experience it, actually it should be something that 
you know, would be really great to be taught in high school in the U.S. because it really focuses you to think a little bit differently. You know, we have this very uh, capitalistic society where everybody wants to have, you know, fancy cars and houses and stuff like this. But, you know, those are all liabilities. Um, and, you know, this book really focuses you to think about, hey, you know, put, put more things into assets, put more things into stuff that's going to generate money for me in the future. Yes. And buying and I, rental properties yeah. and things like this. So it was really a cool book. Yeah. And I think I did that before. So so I, I invested in, in uh, real estate yeah. before and I'm renting out an apartment in Graz. So so that's a good basis. But I think one of what is my business model? It's my business model is that I am very diversified in what I'm doing. I have lots of different channels to kind of generate income. Yeah. And I'm trying to do it in a way that all of them grow. Yeah. So I wrote a book. Then I have the YouTube channel, which is kind of passive income at some point. Then I'm doing the direct consulting, which gets me in touch with lots of people in the industry. And all of that kind of goes together in a very, very unique way that when I talk to people about it, they are very surprised and they're like, wow, okay, that's very interesting. I didn't see that before. So it's completely like I'm just doing what I really love and then it works out so well. Yeah, and I think the nicest thing is, is it allows you to pick and choose what you want to work on, you know, and I but it's also a challenging thing because some people think, oh, you're just a YouTuber. And I say just um, that you, it's a lot more work than people think. But, you know, or you're just a consultant or you're whatever. And I think the idea that you're doing all of these different areas um, will pay off in the long run and you'll be a very good stepping stone towards your ultimate goal yes and it's kind of it's also easier if you diversify your portfolio it's easier to be successful in the long term because if one of these channels doesn't succeed you will still be successful because you have the rest so don't bet only on one horse can you say that in english yes exactly okay yeah that would be a german phrase okay <laughs> but it's also very interesting as you get into the social media stuff to understand the gaming of the system that goes on behind and really why some channels get promoted like crazy or have many, many followers. It's it's very interesting to see yes. how this stuff works. And, and if you don't play the game, it's, it's very hard to succeed, <laughs> I think. Yes, it is. So maybe I want to share that because you mentioned just a YouTuber. So, okay, a year ago, I didn't... I am not the one that actually watches YouTube a lot, but a year ago I thought, hey, let's let's start a channel because I thought this could be just be one fun activity. But so this is really the hardest thing that I that I ever did. Like maintaining this channel, generating content that people like, that people find interesting, and trying even to understand who's your audience and you know not to have this niche topic that wouldn't work on YouTube and then also not be too general and just talking bullshit, which lots of people do, but this is also not my thing. I want to provide expertise. So finding that sweet spot is really, really hard. I could have never imagined that doing YouTube is so 
so hard and so much effort. Yeah, especially for a topic like EV batteries and solar, so a very technological topic. You want to try to appeal to the people that are also in the industry that know about batteries, that know what a anode and cathode and separator and electrolyte are. But that's probably a very small amount of the YouTube community. And if you want to really grow your channel, you also need to make content. So this is why we have sometimes fun making lawnmower videos and stuff like this. And because it's very interesting and fun. And most of our Jeep videos, are, I think, are going to be fun. Um, but also, I I think it's really great, your, you know, your technical videos and stuff, even though maybe they don't get as many views as some of the other ones. Um, but, you know, that's your passion. And I have to say it's 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 quite shocking sometimes how how mean people can be sometimes and uh, how demotivating that is. And it's really a shame you can get a hundred good comments and likes and then there's one person that comes in and says something quite unfriendly. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and you focus on that one person and you want to devote so much energy to fighting that one person and yeah we're working yeah, that on that was that was <laughs> that's definitely a shocking part once you start social media you realize yeah what kind of people are out there and that not everybody is so These... friendly and i mean while i really i'm open for getting feedback i do not appreciate the the way some people just talk yeah the keyboard and, warriors and you feel i feel sometimes you know like these people know me but i don't know them but it just feels so weird that they talk about me then yeah and 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 really these very weird messages but i'm glad it doesn't happen too often but i was definitely shocked that this would happen to me and anybody out there who started a channel or who is kind of a, um, a public person or more sharing things will at some point when your audio audience grows, it will happen to you. Now yeah. I'm sure it will happen to everybody. And I'm, I'm kind of sorry that our society works like that. And then we have to handle and deal with that. But yeah, I'm trying my best. But hey, we're going to focus onward and upward, right? That's your, yes. that's your so phrase for this year? Yes, so my phrase for this year is onward and upward. upward. Yeah. Because I am following, so like, a very inspirational person for me is Allie Mac Miller. Yeah, no, Allie K. K. Miller. Miller. Yeah. <laughs> she works for Amazon, Amazon in the art. And the AI group. AI, yeah, artificial intelligence, machine learning group. And she is very, very inspirational. And she always shares different things. And one of them was a template how to set your goals for the year so i followed her template which was really great and she also kind of has this phrase for the year um that always reminds her hey what is important this year and so for me it is onwards and upwards just keep going just keep going have fun yeah just do it and that's that's helper donny way just get it done yes just try it see if it works have fun trying it if it doesn't work okay let's fix it until it does and and we move on to the next thing it's no there's no room for there's room for caution okay so some of the stuff Don't we're going to be doing yourself. with the jeep yeah you know which was a recent incident with some comments but you know definitely we have to be safe and be careful but let's try things let's learn let's make mistakes and then we get it everything running and then we'll even feel better when it's when it's working and it looks yep. good so 
Have you ever thought about starting your own company? Uh, so I actually have an LLC in Michigan. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but it definitely not as not as aspiring as yours. So I have a patent that I that I did, and so I have it registered with the LLC. And I also thought about starting a company, licensing some of my photography, or if I came up with new ideas and new patents, I wanted to license it out of the LLC. But never to the level that you're taking yours, where I was, you know, being a consultant or doing these. Um, you know, a lot of this community stuff that you're trying to work on here with the universities, you know, through your company, um, looking yeah. into interns and stuff. So this is this is different than anything that I thought of. And so it, it's amazing to me what you're doing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think a very special thing about Electrified Veronica is that it is a so-called social enterprise. That's also very, very important to me. I always wanted to do something that is good for our world, for our community, for our society. And while you can do that with technology, I always felt like I also want to do something that is kind of in, in direct conversation with people or has a direct impact on people. So Electrified Veronica is a social enterprise that means... It is not a 100% for-profit company and 50% of the profit goes back to the company and is used for the goods. So for new projects or for supporting grants, for, for grants or for supporting other companies. So In the area of the community goods. So you have to give back 50% of your profit or profits have to be going towards programs. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that works out. We've already... You're, you're doing a presentation this week at Renew Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. Pick Pecha Kusha style or something like that. Yeah. I forgot the name. Okay. <laughs> but this is this is an interesting concept to give a presentation. Yeah. First time in my life that you actually, it's a PowerPoint presentation with 15 slides that are just pictures and you have 20 seconds per slide and then you just talk. So it's a completely different way to present something. And I'm really looking forward. And the focus is on the passion and not on your product portfolio or anything like that. It's about your passion and about the story behind. So I'm really looking forward. Yeah, excellent. Wow, that's a lot about uh, your company. So it was, yeah, I'm always inspired every day to see how many people are contacting you to, to work on stuff. And uh, now we'll have to think about what we're going to talk about next week yeah yeah so i think we're going to go now and this will be a funny thing we're going to go get a broken oven because we're going to use it as a cell tester yes so. and now some of you will think oh you know you can't do that yeah but maybe surprising for you that even like um real testing institutes or actually universities yeah they are also using ovens, yep. kitchen ovens for cell testing. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, you heard it here first, but there'll be an upcoming video about the cell test station. So basically, we're testing all the cells that we're going to put in the Jeep to make sure they're all good. And uh, so there's uh, somebody in the neighborhood that's got a broken one that they're giving away. So we're going to go pick it up. So yeah, yeah. let's do and, that. And uh, we're going to get out there before it gets too cold because it's supposed to be minus uh, 23 degrees Celsius tonight. So, That's so crazy. Yeah, maybe we won't go in the jacuzzi later. My, <laughs> my head gets a little cold. So. Yeah. So thanks for joining, everybody. 
Yes, and yeah, for everybody that that kind of feels a spark inside them for yes. trying something. Yeah, remember you don't have to have this great idea that yeah will take over the world. You can start out small. Just find something that you're passionate about and you think people are interested in, and then you can even just start it as a side project and then see how it goes. Yep. Yeah. And my mom was also a big inspiration for that, too, because she started several companies and uh, Veronica was talking to her over Christmas and, and also yeah. when she was here in the summer. And my mom was, oh, I did a company like that and I started a company. Yeah. So you That's just do so it. Cool. Just do and it. maybe this is what we didn't talk about, but it's a perfect environment in the U.S. to do something like this. Yeah. I always tell everybody, like when I'm in Austria or maybe lot, many parts in Europe and you say, hey, I'm starting out my own company, then the reaction would be like, oh, wow, but that's brave. Are you sure that's very risky? Are you sure you want to do that? But here in the U.S., if you say, yeah, I just started my own company, everybody's like, wow, cool, high five. What are you that's doing? That's great. What are you doing? Completely normal thing and everybody is supporting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really amazing. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. We got to feed the billy and then uh, go get the oven. And then have some steak later. That sounds good. Okay. Take care, everybody. Have a nice evening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hear you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Auf Wiederhören. Auf Wiederhören. <laughs> <laughs>